Fierce Fan Media. Good evening. Good evening, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. Look at us just knocking shit out. Here's what happens when we get on and not everyone's trash, Erin and Julie. I'm looking at you two. Well, you know, guilty. <laughs> I know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was going to fight it. Then when Erin just gave in, I'm like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know me. I just gave in. <laughs> I'm like, what was my, what was my obsessed with? <laughs> I had the yeah. uh, I'm still working through that wine I got when we went to Mendocino and I got 24 bottles of it. So it's nice. still fantastic. I still love it. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Cool. I am drinking McGrail Vineyards, Peyton Page, Sauve Blanc because I'm recording here in person with Jax and it was, a, it was a close call. And so my wine was warm when I got here. So she hooked me up with this super good one. I bought two bottles of it for you anyway. I was keeping it here because I don't drink white wine. Perfect. Yeah. It's very good. As soon as Stacy, cause uh, the other Stacy went white, we picked it out. I was like, oh my God, Copenhagen would love this. So mm. we bought it. Yeah. What are you uh, drinking? I am drinking... Crew Winery. Shut up, um, Aaron's drinking. I am. Wine. Yes, Albarino right here. Boom, boom. You love it's it. It's delicious. Yeah. It's wine. It's <laughs> lovely. I uh, almost reached for the vodka because I had a stressful but... day, but... <laughs> It's lovely and it's wine. I would totally buy one that said that. <laughs> That's my next marketing venture. I'm going to be a wine salesperson. All right, person. just picture this. We were all sitting around doing wine tasting and we read the back and it was just like, it's lovely and it's wine. We'd be like, that's fucking amazing. Give me a box. Give me a box. Say less. I we're more truthful. Like this one's very crisp. This one is a little bitter, but give it a glass and you'll like it on the second glass. Right. Like right. at the end of the bottle, you'll have no regrets. Yeah, they just right. be more honest. Because no one's like, oh yeah, the cherries. No, the fuck you're not. Yeah. Like that, no. Yeah. yeah. But, like what are we, Fraser Crane? <laughs> Come on. I'm I'm not drinking tonight. I'm drinking um, it's this relaxing tea. And I put some honey and some sugar in it. Okay, Dempsey. I know. Like, what the fuck? Okay, I have to get up (laughs) super early for work. And it's Pride in Eureka Springs here tomorrow. And we got tickets to go to a comedy club with, I don't know if you guys know who Julie Goldman is. I'm super excited. So So what she's saying is we're second best to her plans tomorrow. I no, I'm saying I have to get up early. I'd rally if it was just plans tomorrow, but I can't get up at four o'clock in the morning and rally after that. Yeah, no, and for some reason, I get so fucking drunk with you guys. For some reason, you sit there and drink a whole bottle of Jack. (laughs) For some reason. The yeah. bottle is like as large as a dog. Like, I think what it's because are you I'm talking just, about? I think it's because I'm just sitting here and drinking and I'm not doing anything. And then I fucking go to bed yeah. and I'm like, holy shit, I'm trash. <laughs> 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 just wasted. So Isn't that exactly. how we always are when we're together though? Oh yes. my God. Oh, it's yes. just all of a sudden like, oh, well, I'm fucking done. Like, <laughs> 
And then yeah. I, I don't know what I said. And I'm like, I hope I didn't make anybody mad. I hope I didn't make myself sound stupid. Oh, well. She's waiting for the text message the next day. You're, you've been removed from the weekly wind down group chat. <laughs> oh, that's heartbreaking. I would be heartbroken. Yeah. I'd be I'd like, cry. whatever I said, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> yeah. So it's tea tonight for me. Wow. All right. Okay, okay Stacy. I know. Bird. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Deb Stacy, the other Stacy isn't here. She is working. I don't know what she's doing. I should know, but I don't. Doesn't she All have right. to do her movie thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Thank you. I remember that. Julie checking up on Stacy. <laughs> I know her schedule. I feel really bad. Like, I feel like I should know her <laughs> schedule, and I don't. Oh, my God. Yeah, you heard it. Julie? One. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You got a ways to catch up though. I have a lot of points. That's okay. true. Come I, on. Come on. I literally have one. So yeah. good. I mean, although I feel like with one point, you're significantly further ahead than I <laughs> with a lot of points. So you're good. You're good. <laughs> All right. So we've actually got some good news for once. Uh the Senate climate bill that is working its way through Congress right now. So this was actually kind of a boss ass move on Chuck Schumer's part. So for those of you that don't know, they've fucking Democrats finally played a little bit of politics like they should have, uh, have been for the last, I don't know, 100 years. And Mitch McConnell uh, has been so, Okay. This Senate bill is kind of stalled. We all know the Build Back Better plan stalled. The they weren't gonna the Republicans weren't gonna vote for it. I know Democrats have a majority, but it's not a filibuster-proof majority. You need 60 votes in the Senate to get something passed. And the Democrats do not just have that. So everyone who keeps saying all you have all three levers of power right now, why aren't you doing anything? Well, the reason is is because you need 60 votes. You need a supermajority. So um, we have Joe Manchin, who's off in West Virginia, who protects his coal. Like, what's that fucking weirdo's name in The Hobbit that, like, holds the ring? <laughs> what's that guy's name? Yeah. So he's always like, ah, my coal. You can't have my coal. Like, precious. so, yeah, my, my precious, precious, my precious yeah. coal. Yeah. So he has been, like, the enemy of good for climate change for since Joe Biden got in office. Well, you got fucking Mitch McConnell, who is doing the whole... I'm not going to hold the chips. I'm not going to do the whole chips bill uh, because you guys are going to pass the reconciliation bill. And Joe Manchin pulled the whole, no, 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 we're not, we're not going to do all that. Anyway, they passed chips. Fucking Schumer and Manchin pulled a, pulled a quarterback sneak and passed the er, going, going forward with the reconciliation bill for the climate control bill anyway, which let me just say, I think it's good that we're actually pulling these issues out one by one and making people instead of lumping them all into one bill because that gives people an opportunity to be like, oh, I don't like this in this one specific area. I'm not going to vote for it. This is making people actually go on record to be like, no, I am against clean energy or I'm against gay marriage or I am against abortion. Like pulling them out one by one holds people accountable more. So. This climate bill, y'all, it's going to reduce emissions by 40 fucking percent. 
Yes. Everyone who listens to this for a long period of time knows the only thing in this world that makes me anxious is climate change. Uh-huh. Well, and like my kid having some kind of weird aquatic accident, like that makes me very uncomfortable. But like climate change is, I think, our biggest existential crisis, not just it's like the United States of America, but the entire world. We are destroying this planet and reducing gasoline emissions by 40% is fucking huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are going through line by line and there are certain compromises in there where, you know, we're not putting certain restrictions on oil drilling and stuff. Do not let, and hear me, I want everyone to stop and listen to me for a second. Do not let perfect be the enemy of good. Do not do that. Okay. Do not let the fact that this bill is not perfect in every single way, stop you from celebrating this major accomplishment, which is good for the climate. It it will improve emissions by 40%. We are in a period of time right now with just because of COVID, and I'm gonna sound like Aaron here for a second. There are fucking dolphins in the Hudson. Still, still, we still haven't undone the good that we did during COVID. There, the the Great Barrier Reef, which was literally fucking dying, which is one of our early indicators that the planet is going to succumb to climate change now has more activity in it than it has had in 200 years. Mm -hmm. Like in this, we're already on the path. This isn't going to fix everything. We are still going to see temperatures rise across the entire world. You're you're seeing it now, even in Europe. It's not, spoiler alert, it's just not just the United States problem. People across the globe are feeling this intrinsically where the heat is rising. There's tornadoes, there's hurricanes, there's earthquakes in places we've never had them before. But if we're able to see this through we may only have a global increase in temperature of 1.4 degrees, which we can live in. We can fucking live in that. Catastrophic is three. We can live in this, you guys. Like, I I almost cried when I heard that fucking Joe Manchin finally agreed to something and that the United States, who's one of the big three contributors to climate change, was actually going to reduce emissions by 40%. This is fucking huge. And I'll say it again. Do not let perfect be the enemy of good. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be better. It's something to build off of. You know why he agreed to it? Because the whole world's fucking melting this summer. Literally fucking You know why he agreed to it? Because they brought in a fucking Republican to say, no, it's not going to affect inflation. No, we're still going to give certain breaks for coal, and gas and oil or oil drilling, but they're giving bigger subsidies to green energy, which means sure, you can still fucking go after the coal and you can still go after the oil, but it's going to be more profitable for you to go after green energy. And I have a question. Sure. Is that what, so I'm reading over this. I understand it's going to drive down forecasting emissions reductions, 38 to 41%. One of the things doing that is driving down the clean electricity tax credits. What the hell does that mean? So what what, does that mean? Clean energy and tax credit. That's a really good question, Julie. I'm actually impressed with you. See what happens when you don't drink, Jack? Um, I know. (laughs) So one of the ways we incentivize not only consumers, but also businesses is by offering clean energy tax credits. What a tax credit means is you can 
plop that on at the end of the year to your tax return and it, it will take off your, your total income earned. So you actually pay less, less taxes. So the whole way Tesla actually is profitable, <laughs> I'm gonna blow your mind here for a second. Tesla makes money off selling their tax credits for carbon emissions. So Tesla creates so many free carbon emissions. They sell them to companies that go over their allotted amount so that they can remain under so that they don't have to pay the exuberant tax that is tacked on to the end of going over the end of their taxes going over carbon emissions. So Tesla, the reason when you go online to try and buy a Tesla, if any of you have ever looked and you go online and say you are not eligible for state or federal tax rebates, it's because Tesla keeps those and they sell them. They sell them to companies that are destroying the environment, okay? It's the whole reason I've changed my attitude about buying a Tesla because I found this out about them. They're not helping the environment. They're getting rich off the idea of clean energy. So what this bill is doing is- it's Damn. Getting- and then they're, and then they're helping people- that are are fucking up the world so it's like they're doing something good but then they're helping the bad so it's like you just voided your good yep you just you just completely fucking motherfucker yeah (laughs) i feel like speaking of like voiding your good i overheard a conversation with two people i'm not gonna say who they were they were people i know that like having solar panels is actually worse for the environment than people think because they're so hard to get rid of that is true also the net gain of having solar power or having solar panels outweighs the loss oh like we still don't have the opposite they were saying it no we don't still have a really good way to get rid of same as like electric car batteries we don't have a really good way to get rid of those yet so the actual recycling process of them isn't great but it's still better than the emissions that we're sending out. So again, isn't it? Don't let perfection be the enemy of good. Isn't don't don't a lot of like people that are against like electric cars and things too say like that the way that the batteries and stuff are made are also bad or mine. Yeah, it's not great bad. for the environment. Right, right. The way yeah. that the electric car bat and I'm going to be completely. 100% honest, the way that the electric car batteries are mined and what they do to the environment is not great. Right. But the net gain from them is still better right. than the emissions we're putting into the environment. Also, so this is like a building block, right? Like the the, the tax credits you're going to get for electric cars, the cheaper they're going to make them because they're going to incentivize these car companies to create electric vehicles. We're going to have to upgrade our uh, electrical grid across the, across the globe if we're going to make if we're going to implement this to any kind of effective endeavor, but that's okay. Like those are, those are challenges. We already have the technology to fix. We just never had the financial backing or I guess the carrot to make companies want to invest and incentivize that aspect. So now that you have this capability and these tax credits and this like carrot, you're going to see the electrical grid expand and there's going to be more capabilities everywhere. Well, and I think too, it's like, you know, the first light bulb that was ever made mm-hmm. is much different than the light bulb that we have now that's, well, you know, listen, puts out further, you know, that doesn't take as much energy that lasts. Right. Longer. The LED you know, yeah. is completely different. Things expand, things change, things, you know, get better with as, as more and more people. This, start is, a, to, this is a base step. People right. have to stop thinking, okay, we did this. Now we're done. No, right. it's the beginning of moving towards a green right. 
society that lives in one with nature instead of actively trying to combat it. And like, you look at companies like, for instance, Fisker, Fisker, I want a Fisker so fucking bad. I can't even tell you like, what is a Fisker? It's a car company. Okay. And right now they have a, a model. That's one's the car that we just push around with our feet, like the Flintstones. Whatever, man. If I if it get me to work, I would do it. If it will save, if there will be fish in the ocean for my son, I would do it. Like if it could get me to work on time, I would do it. But there's a, so Fisker's a car company. They're like an independent manufacturer. Obviously most people have never heard of them, but they have a car out right now. That's the California edition. So it's, it's badass, man. If I had $70,000 to throw away on a car, I would 100% buy this car. I, anyway, <laughs> the entire <laughs> roof of it is solar panels. That's so it awesome. gets essentially on a tank of gas, 2000 miles to a tank of gas, because if you're driving it and they call it the California edition, because if you're driving it in California, essentially the car keeps recharging itself <laughs> with solar panels that you're getting 2000 miles out of one tank of gas to drive it's, this car. It starts at 37,000, Jackie. Not, no, not the solar panel car, Aaron. Don't, oh. don't come at me. I have researched <laughs> this to know. I'm that. like, Aaron, where you live in? Jack's is probably getting the pamphlets in the mail, the magazine. Yeah, I'm on the email list. I'm on the email research. list. Yeah. He's on their research and development team. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's a we, spreadsheet of the pros and the cons of what it looks like. I was raised <laughs> that you leave places better than you found them. And so why I do that in every park I walk into, I will pick up trash. I will straighten things out because parks, nature, all of that is essential. Why don't we do that in our everyday lives? Why don't we leave the world a better place than we found? I'm not talking about, I'm talking about ecologically, like leave nature better than how we found it. You, how hard is it to pick up your fucking trash when you leave a park? How hard is it to pick up someone else's beer can that you see laying on the ground and throw it in the you trash. would think you would think it's impossible that's one of my biggest yeah. pet peeves when i go out on the boat i will turn the whole fucking boat around yeah, go the wrong direction on the lake and go back and it's like big shit like plastic bags and bottles and i'm like what is wrong? Like, I understand sometimes maybe something might just fly out and you well, don't yeah, realize I don't know what it's intentional. But some of the shit is tied and, and like dumped in the water. I'm like, how I hate litter bugs. People that throw oh, shit out their car windows, the I want to like pick it up and follow them. Yeah. Right. I want to turn them in. So the, the technology is, is building, but this is now that we have the government backing of it and the tax subsidies and the tax credits and all these things. You guys, if we can legitimately reduce emissions by 40% in this country, like they're thinking this bill could do, it it was all worth it. Biden is worth it. All all of it is worth it because we could literally save the planet with these building blocks. It is not an end-all, meets-all, everything is fixed now. But if we can subsidize these endeavors that just keep gaining momentum and they see that there's money to actually make in these fields. And we put oil and coal out of business once and for all and move towards green energy. We are going to save this planet at least for a a few more hundred years, a few more Mm -hmm. thousand years than what, than what we thought we were going to be able to. And that to me is worth it. It's just worth it. Like we just both bought new cars and I told my wife, 
this is the last gas car we'll ever own. Like I yeah. wanted to buy both electric. The technology wasn't quite there yet. Like that they're still working on it. It's getting better. They're improving it all the time. The, these two cars that we own, I will never own another gas car after these. Like I, I just, listen, I'm not a millionaire. I can't afford to just be buying $300,000 cars that like you can take in the shop every other day. I need a car that gets me here to there, but these tax incentives are going to make it so that everyday people, the middle class, people like us can, can drive these. And that's going to mean what does everything these tax incentives do? Oh, okay. So, so what you're saying, explain. Okay. So I'm just learning really about taxes. So let's say <laughs> 37 I'm, years old, everyone. I've <laughs> been working yeah. for most her life. Yeah. Well, just it's now. The, it's the first time in my taxes. life where I have to pay okay. in every you're, fucking so, year. I'm so going to use Tesla as I, an example. I can write off yes. clean energy yes. if you bought a Tesla or a so fixed when whenever you see, like if you were to go online right now and, and look at the Ford Lightning, which is the new truck that just came out that is electric, or or a uh, the Prius or a Tesla, and they'll, they'll stay at the bottom like you have this much tax incentive. So it could be $7,500. California gives a huge tax credit for, for purchases of electric vehicles in this state. And other states do too. Um, so there's all these tax incentives. So like it could be $7,500 uh, for federal and $2,500 for state or whatever it is. So that means at the end of the year, when you're doing your taxes, you can put in this tax credit for purchasing this car and it will reduce your income by $7,500 and $2,500 for state, which means you're being taxed that $7,500 less. Right. So you're essentially getting to write off $7,500 of that car. Per year or a one-time shot? Well, the one, one time. time. The one, one time. time. I feel like putting gas X and Kai's drinks will cut down 40% of gas emissions. <laughs> you joke? In California. But do you know how much of our our issue is actually... Cal Methane? Cal <laughs> yeah. Methane. Mm -hmm. Cal what? Gas. Yeah. I know. It's like a huge joke with the Republicans that we want to like put plastic bags over cow butts or whatever the hell they say. That's why they say if you cut meat out one day every week, every single week, if you stopped eating meat for the whole day, it's the equivalent to taking 200 cars off the road for a year. Huh, I could one day that. if you I ate could, no meat. I could literally stop eating meat altogether. Oh, no. I really but Why not start with one day? Why not oh, start? Yeah. And then you move to two. I know anybody on this podcast eats meat every day or yeah. even like red meat. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I eat red meat occasionally. Yeah, but not I eat it occasionally. Oh, no. Yeah, but not. A, yeah. I like, eat a every, lot of chicken. Yeah. I, I eat do eat chicken. chicken. I do eat yeah. chicken and I do eat like every now and then I'll eat Let's like eat. a pork chop, but not. <gasps> yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's all for nobody. Wow. That's all for nobody. I do enjoy a nice tuna. I mean, it was steak. right there for me to just. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, hanging fruit. A little hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's so, been a minute. Listen, it's been a minute. the Senate bill, I'm going to try and keep us on track tonight. The Senate bill is good news. Oh. It's fucking good news. <laughs> So let's celebrate our small victories and keep voting for the people that are making this happen. Like, Do you think it's going to pass in the Senate? Well, they don't have a choice. It's a reconciliation bill. All we need is 50 votes. Yeah. It's so gonna, reconciliation. It's okay. So for those that don't know. What does that mean? The yeah. Only, yeah. So for those that don't know, to pass like a bill outright, 
um, you need 60 votes, which is what you keep hearing people talk about the filibuster. You need 60 votes, 60 votes, 60 votes. To pass something in reconciliation means you're passing under budgetary restrictions, which means you have to be able to zero net it. So it's no cost to the economy, no cost to like, there's no, um, it's not going to add to the excess. Yeah. Of the debt. So how they're, they're making their money back from this is by they're actually adding IRS personnel to go after the top 1% and make sure they're paying their fair share, which they're estimating should bring in, you know, several billion dollars a year. So that's how they're offsetting the cost of doing this. So that's how a reconciliation bill passes. It has to be zero net. And the way someone decides it's zero net is that uh, a committee that is apolitical by like there's they don't have any political affiliation this is what they do for their job is rate these bills on how much it will actually cost the economy what it's going to cost our national debt they have to say yes this is a net zero for us if if you pass this in conjunction with this it will be net zero so that's how something has to pass reconciliation and to pass a reconciliation or a budget bill you only need a simple majority, which is 50 votes. We have 50 Democratic senators plus the president of the Senate, which is Kamala Harris, which was this at 51. So that's how we gain the majority. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, so I know, I, I, I don't think anybody on here has ever been like a huge Joe Biden fan. We've never been like- yeah, like we're like, man, I, you know. I, I'm a big fan of him as a person. Right, like he's such a his, good guy. a saver. Yeah, like right. He's a good guy. He doesn't scare like, me. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd like he's to, a decent human being. I'd yeah. like to go to lunch with him. Sure. I'd like I'd like to like sit and talk to him. I'd, I'd have, have a few grandpa. I'd yeah, have a few I, yeah. beers with. I'd play around at golf with him. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> grandpa yeah. Joe. Right. Like I, but he's actually done. I mean, on the surface, it doesn't look like it, but once you start digging deeper. He's done a very good job with the people he's put in to pl- in, into the places of power, his cabinet. I think he's done a good job, like with trying to build bridges yep. in, in the, you know, the Senate and the House of Representatives. I think ultimately he's doing exactly what we needed him to do in this moment in time. Uh. And, and I think it's so funny to, I mean, well, it's, I, mean, I don't think it is funny to me that people, you know, especially Trumpers are like, oh, Grandpa Joe, he does nothing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know what? Actually, you're not looking at it right. Like he literally had to take over the country after Trump set it on fire. Like well, that's kind of what why I feel the like fuck? He, he's like a space saver, like right. a neutralizer. We had right. amazing Obama and we had Trump and yeah. there were two people that did really big things. And then, and people are divided now because of those two people. And well, they're probably divided because of Trump either way. So now we have this person that is doing mellow things, doing kind of quiet things. Doing his job. But he's right. doing his job every day. Letting things settle from having two really big presences in the White House. Right. So even if he's not doing a lot, he's like a, a good neutralizer where but like it, nothing big is happening right now. Let's just right. deal with the mess that this is big. The, and the, right, like that's just it. Like these are there are big things that are happening and they're good big things, and people aren't seeing them because they're quiet. 
Well, because right, he like, doesn't showcase quiet. he doesn't showcase right. them like Trump he's did. Not he a he's doing his job. Yeah, he's yeah. not out there peacocking. Here's what I, I have COVID. I have COVID. Here's no. what I appreciate about <laughs> Biden. Okay, and Biden is willing so biden everyone agreed when biden got elected he was pretty much a moderate right like he was right. very adamant about you know we need to build bridges with the republicans blah 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 blah. Right, right. biden has allowed his stances to shift based on public opinion as an elected official should right like mm -hmm. you are there to represent the populace of this country not your own political agenda so even though biden was Biden doesn't personally believe in abortion, but he's signing a bunch of executive orders to make abortion accessible for people because that is what the country needs. Right. Biden was further right on climate change than the, the bills that he's willing to sign and pass because that is what the country needs. Like he is willing to concede to to move a, a direction further left because that is what people want. He's not so married to beliefs that he he fights them tooth and nail that that's one of the things i appreciate about biden mm -hmm. he is willing to accept change and progress and right. realize he's gonna be 80 come this next presidential election right. he, the world he's leaving behind has to be a better place than the one he's in now he gets it he fucking gets it right. and no and you're 100 right stacy he is not the eloquent speaker that Obama is, and okay. he's not the rally maker that Trump is like, he's not any of those things, but he's consistent. He's steadfast and he's trustworthy. And if I had to vote for him again, I would, if it was against Trump, I hope someone younger runs. I hope someone that is going to be around a, to see the repercussions if it's against someone that is a Trumper. But listen, if he's the Democratic choice, I will fucking vote for him. Mm -hmm. I may not vote for him in the primary, but if he ends up winning the primary, I will fucking vote for him again. Because right. you know what he didn't do? Start World War Three. Right. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> all of that being said, right. he didn't destroy us all. Right. Cortez needs try, to run. Cortez. He didn't try to overthrow the government. Mm -hmm. Let's, I mean, for, I think the one thing that I, I always go back to when I think about Biden is that he has never once frightened me. Right. I have never thought, oh my God, the country is in turmoil and we have a madman behind the wheel. I have never <laughs> thought that. Like I've never right. been like Tunes's driving cat is driving this car. We and we're you know, like I I I truly believe that Biden is is he what I I do. I wish. I wish that we never would have gotten to this point where we needed Biden, but I'm happy that it was him, yeah. and it wasn't another fucking four years of Trump. Agreed. But I'm. But I think like it. It's so important for people to realize like he's not not doing anything. And like you said in the beginning, Jackie, it's things have been difficult because even though we have quote unquote control in the house and the Senate, it doesn't necessarily mean Jack squat because of how our fucking constitution was written. And you know, the filibuster fucks us and there's so many things that fuck us, but it's, it's so important to just remember that we're the filibuster. Right. Like we just got to keep on moving. We keep on trucking. He keeps uh -huh. on pushing. He keeps on building bridges and trying to remind people that it's not about 
it's not about party. It's about country. And it's about getting us to the place where we can actually continue to, to have a world. I think he's done the best job absolutely possible with the hand he was dealt. He has done like, the best job with what was available to him. Right? Yeah. Like, he, have the best day available to you, Biden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is every day. <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm I'm pretty critical of Biden. And then I see, like, that TikTok, like I said, you guys. Oh, God. Where Where's he's hugging that, that young man that lost his father in Parkland. Mm-hmm. And he's just telling him. It'll be okay. We're going to be okay. And I'm, I'm like getting emotional about it because you can hear how genuine he is when he says that he's not placating him. He's not just uh, trying to get to the next person. He means it. Right. He means it. That's, you think that's about, why I love Biden. And you think about the, like the difference between that and when Trump made fun of that reporter, oh, that you know what I'm saying? Like, that's we don't need difference. to worry about Trump. We need to worry about DeSantis. Oh, 100%. Fuck him. We're fucked. If DeSantis runs, I mean, well, Dan, DeSantis is going to run. If DeSantis wins um, two years, we might be okay. Then then we're full on fascist. And listeners, don't worry. We're going to talk way more about that as time moves on. But right now we are focusing on the good. We're focusing on the good. What What's the saying? Does everyone don't, have it memorized yet? Don't. Don't, don't let perfection be the yes. enemy of good. Yes, that's it. I gotta don't get in your that. own way is essentially what it means. Let this good wine things has happen gone right for us to, to my build head. on. <laughs> let good things happen for us to build on. Don't hate on things because it's not exactly how we wanted them or perfect in every way. Okay. All right. Where'd you where'd you hear that from? I like that. Um, I listen to a political podcaster named Beth Silvers, who I admire a great deal, who, who kept saying that about this, um, climate change bill, like, cause there was a lot of real far left Democrats that were really upset that it didn't go far enough. And she just kept saying that, like, stop getting in our own way. This is a good building point. If this is what we can, even if this is all we get, we're still reducing it by 40%, you guys. Like It's like progress, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. Exactly. Yeah, that may be yeah. easier. Yeah. Um, this won't take very long. <laughs> Alex fucking Jones. <laughs> Fuck that. Having the answer for his bullshit. So for those that don't know, Alex Jones is the host of YouTube sensational show Infowars. He's a <laughs> Trump darling. And he has, for the last 10 years, been telling people, been stoking the fame, the flames of just absolute lunacy, saying that Sandy Hook was paid actors, that those kids didn't die and their parents are faking it. Can I ask you a question? Because yeah. I don't, I know this was oh. happening, but why did he think that? I, I personally think okay. it was for views. Okay. Okay. It fed into the Republican scare tactic narrative of people didn't actually go in and kill a bunch of first graders. This was all fabricated by the left to take your guns. Because there's no way that could no ever way happen. Would actually kill 21 first graders. Right. Ugh. So for, for the last 10 years, this is what he's been saying. He's been uh, saying that all of these parents are lying, that none of those kids died, that it was all a fabrication of the left and that Sandy Hook never actually happened uh, to the point now where he's finally facing trial. And it, 
I, I mean, I don't like Trump, but if there's anyone that I think deserves to burn in fucking hell, it's Alex. If someone held a gun to my head and was like, who goes to hell, Alex Jones or Donald Trump? I'd be like, Alex fucking Jones, because the turmoil he must have put these families through for mm-hmm. the last 10 years, right. I cannot even fucking wrap my head around right. to, to talk to parents who have lost their seven-year-olds and tell them you're lying and they never actually died to discredit their grief in that way is unimaginable. Yeah. I, I surprise, even, so. surprise he's not fucking dead. Great like, question. Well, I mean, if when, once he goes to jail for perjury, he might die. Yeah. So yeah. The, yeah. the parents of Sandy Hook, who I know um, in recent years, people have talked a lot about the kids at Parkland and stuff, but the, the people who really started this movement were the, the parents of Sandy Hook. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's a, a hard day for all of us to remember, but these men and women have been working tirelessly to reduce gun violence and, and to save our children from, sc- from school shootings. They have been working and advocating and they're fucking heroes to have to go in front of people and on stands and relive what it's like to lose a child like that over and over and over and over again is Uh, unimaginable. uh, Like uh, it hurts my heart to think about. I, I, to, if you're a parent to think about even losing your kid in an accident is the worst thing you can imagine. But to know that someone's to blame and then you're being called a liar over it. Right. So it's super gross, right? It's just awful. What is fucking wrong with you? So Alex Jones, they all got together and they filed a lawsuit against him for uh, defamation and spreading lies and pretty much accusing them of lying. They put him on the stand. And to watch him devolve. (laughs) He's actually confronted... And listen, I take no joy in these parents having to go through this again. Like, I I don't want to see it. I've watched the clips of it. And to see these moms who are still wearing buttons of their children who would now be seniors in high school. They'd be getting ready to go to college. They'd be falling in love. They would be going to the military. They would be doing all these things. And they're frozen as seven and eight years old in the confront this man who has been calling you a liar and that your child never existed. I don't want that for anyone like ever. The pain is unimaginable, but if it has to happen, I want to watch him squirm under it. And he, now he has been caught with child porn And he had to I shouldn't admit, laugh. That's not funny. It's not funny. No, he's a but fucking it, terrible human right. being. Right. He's just an awful person. He's awful. And to now have to hear him admit that he believes Sandy Hook is true and that he's doing it for ratings. And Ugh. right. Ratings. And to have to look, this is the first time he's ever have to look these parents in the face and explain what he was doing. Because they're sitting up there and they're saying they're looking directly at them and saying, this is real. It happened. I lost my child and, and the, you're sitting here calling me a paid actor. And the, mo- and the way the parents have composed did, themselves. Oh, oh, I don't like everybody knows me on this podcast. Like I am not a huge kid person. Right. But like, I cannot imagine being a parent 
and getting up there and having to talk about my child dying, being shot and not losing my shit. Like I'm a very Uh. emotional person and these parents get up there and they're composed and Uh well-spoken and they, they are, they are not out quote unquote for blood, but they are there to show him that he is wrong. You're making him confront his demons. Right. Uh And it is, it is, you know what, when I think about like heroes, I think mm-hmm. about like those parents and it's, it's pretty, it's pretty telling. Yeah. Because they haven't been able to authentically lay their children to rest while this is going on. When right. you have a dude screaming into the void that uh-huh. it, it, it's all fake and, and they have to continuously screaming. defend You're so themselves. Right. And it really is screaming. Cause he just sits there and yells so much yelling and he's making money off of it. He sells oh, products on there. Money he, hand over fist. Yeah. Hand over fist. So to be able people to people buy this guy's bullshit. Oh my yeah. god, he made like eight hundred thousand dollars every day for like yep. how many days? I can't even remember. What? It was like he made like millions of dollars in oh like hundreds of millions. Yeah, of like dollars. in like this short span of time, just by starting this, and which is why he continued. And mm-hmm. it's just it's just disgusting the amount of money they're doing for one hundred and forty million dollars. I wish they would. I wish they would find out his actual net worth and sue him for every penny of it. Every so penny. He, he ends up destitute and unable to even rub two fucking nickels together. Well, do you think like now though, Jackie, do you think that he will be going to prison for perjury if he's tried? Well, he keeps fucking perjuring himself. Right. Like Like, you're, you're fucking lying. Like the, the tweets that were going around, like so-and-so like no one hates anybody the way Alex Jones's lawyer lawyer hates Alex Jones. Do you think he's purposely tanking it? Yeah. One. Okay. Let me ask this. Have you guys all watched the Alex, like any snippets from Alex Jones? I have. Uh -uh, have. Yeah. If you were to watch it, (laughs) it looks like his lawyers intentionally tanking it and setting him up to just like he, accidentally sent every text message he's ever sent like, to the defense or like the his whole cell phone history accidentally. <laughs> I, I didn't even know who it was i was like what is going on on this tiktok yeah, so he's that's like how he, that's how he's being charged with child porn now like he just <laughs> accidentally <laughs> uploaded it to a dropbox like yeah, that's ac- fantastic that's fantastic you don't know accidentally and if you did you would be like fuck and you delete it right like you'd be like where would help you right like it's so fucking crazy like it's like i truly believe his lawyer is like you know what and he's like bumbling up there during like cross-examination stuff (laughs) like not asking questions Uh, that he should be asking let uh, letting alex walk into all of these things it almost feels like it's intentional right because a man with his money should have fucking oj's lawyers up there like you know like to be honest like if i were a lawyer and i was called in to you know defend this man i would risk being disbarred to just be like you know what i don't ever want to be a lawyer again but i'm gonna fucking make this motherfucker i would I would do that too because i feel like the people that would hire me after that would be like yeah dude yeah I would hope that they right. would understand, like, right? Like, yeah, like, I get that. I just feel like, you know what, this guy's, he's, this is the ultimate karma. Like, I thought yeah. I witnessed karma. This motherfucker's witnessing karma right now. And I fucking he deserves love every it. bit I'm of it. here for it. 
this man is the worst of the worst of the worst like he doesn't like because he's outwardly hating people like he hates people hurting people right yes they don't deserve any more and then the cherry on top is like child fucking porn of course (laughs) the most terrible human being walking the earth of course you're into that also yeah like there's a little just a little cherry on top for being the most awful human ever Right. Like well, to continuously put these parents through who went through the most unimaginable pain possible to send your child to first grade and to not have them come home because of an active shooter. And then to tell these parents, not only did their child never exist, but you're being paid to be dramatic about it. You can like the level of hell you can fuck off to isn't even something Dante could have imagined. <laughs> like, honestly, you deserve to be tarred and feather and hung in a public forum and people mm-hmm. should just be allowed to fucking hit you. Stone you. Yeah. Like, you're the worst. And the fact that yeah. you've now created supporters and people who believe you, and this is how we get the, it's all connected, right? This is how we get the January 6th people. This is how we get the QAnon mm-hmm. people because they believe this shit. They le- legitimately believe that the Democrats are are fabricating first graders being murdered. Mm-hmm. That is what they believe. So of course they're pissed because of assholes like Alex Jones. And I hope not only does he get every penny fucking taken from him for generations, I hope he rots. I personally think, listen, I'm not a believer in the death penalty anymore. This man deserves yeah. the whatever the worst punishment is we can give let's be real like i truly believe if he goes to jail like if he does get you know persecuted for perjury you know he goes to jail i i mean he will live a horrible existence for the rest of because you you know these i feel like prisoners like they do not look kindly on child molesters and child pornography holders they're gonna they're gonna fuck him up the ass for the rest of eternity which is fine with me but he also deserves to die he deserves to die like he just deserves to die and i i don't i'm like i i agree jackie like i don't believe like i don't believe in the death penalty i don't really necessarily think it's up to us to decide when a person's life should end me too but this guy take him out i'll make an exception i'll make an exception for him like he's just I'm worst. willing to right. put my feelings on hold for this fucking right. guy. Only because I, I'd pull the fucking trigger for this guy. You're you're mm-hmm. taking a person's worst possible day imaginable. Right. And, and, and validating it and making them defend it. Like right. these people uh. have had to relive this day over and to I can't fathom losing a child i i cannot it would ruin me forever now you're making these people defend it right like defend their emotions defend their reactions defend their feelings i wish there was a stronger phrase than you can fuck all the way off Mm. i just don't have one but if there is one that comes to to our listeners mind know that that's what i mean like he he can burn in the fucking pits of hell being like hit with hot prongs every day for the rest of eternity and i would not shed one single tear for this and it wouldn't be enough it It wouldn't be enough enough. right it wouldn't be enough you can go to jail and i will tell everybody that you're a child molester 
right. so that like justice like happens. Yeah, so you get mm-hmm. you get what's coming. Like it's just it's 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 really it's really scary and frightening to know that he has so many followers. Yeah. Like that's what's so ultimately, yes, he's a horrible human being. And Jackie, you're right. Like whatever, whatever unimaginable death could could befall him. Let's have let's make it happen. That being said, like he has people that watch him religiously, they donate, they give uh-huh. him money, they do all the show, that do so it's like he has he has created this goddamn monster that is just not tameable now like uh-huh. he has profited off of this propaganda machine and has created this this like demon spawn it's like it's like a demogorgon he's literally yeah fed it and created it and now it's 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 spawned all these fucking pieces of shit and now we're fucked <laughs> i heard you know? a good insult the other day that like cheers to the wine my friends <laughs> i hope you go see a proctologist that's a leper that leaves the room with nine fingers and i was like oh god <laughs> that's a good uh that's a nice yeah. insult <laughs> honestly though like he just I just there's just so and there's so much of me that hates feeling such hatred for people because of my Pisces instinct like I just feel like everybody innately has a good side but Uh in this case I truly believe he doesn't have one like there are certain people in this world that are born with no good in them and he is one of them and it's sad to think that the reason is because he fell into this this cyclical thought process of i'm better than everybody i believe that this is it i believe that guns are the 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 true thing of our nation we're allowed to do whatever i believe in god and i believe that god thinks that all these like all of that is not at all what people should be thinking when they're innately good, right? Uh-huh. Like it's, it's just yeah. so, it's just frustrating and it's sad. And um, you know what? Thank God that if there is a God, if there, whatever there is, thank whatever higher power you believe in that this is happening to this motherfucker because he deserves every negative thing that is coming, everything, everything and uh-huh. more. He deserves and more. Well, he he became a millionaire off of other people's fucking tragedy. Yeah, and their like, agony. It yeah, it's 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 fucking heartbreaking. And the fact that people, yeah, fuck this guy. But the fact that we live amongst so many people that are fucking idiots is right. really also disappointing. Because guys like him wouldn't exist if people weren't so fucking stupid. And like just wanting to be a part of something and just like a bunch of fl- moths flying into the fucking light. Like, what is wrong with you people? Like, pe- people like he would never have been successful. People would be like, you're an awful piece of shit. Shut up and sit down. We don't want to talk to you. But you have people that follow these right. idiots. Well, that's where I really, <laughs> I find it so interesting whenever I watch a documentary about any sort of cult following, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's like how you always think to yourself, like, how do these people get into this and why do they allow themselves mm-hmm. to get into it? And, 
And it's, it's so interesting because I really, I really believe that the, that a lot of times that the people that believe these, these cult leaders that they're so eager is because they're, they're made to, they're, they're, negative feelings are reinforced with good feelings, right? Mm -hmm. Like they think these bad things, but then they're told these bad things aren't that bad. So they're allowed to think them and then they continue to think them. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes this like whole thing about like, I'm actually allowed to think that I'm better than other people. You want to know my answer to that? Do you want to know why people fall so easily into it? Yes. My opinion. Uh, They're indoctrinated because of religion. Because yes. they've been trained to right. fall for bullshit that isn't real their whole lives. Yes. So why wouldn't they fall for this? Like, right. That's actually they're trained really to. They're, they're trained to no believe proof. something they can't see and can't prove. Right. Because they feel it. Mm-hmm. So because they have faith. Is it, is it that right. big of a leap to think that they'll fall right. for something like this if it aligns with their biases already? Absolutely. Because and like you would be hard. It would be hard to convince a group of just people that. Uh, another group tricked you into thinking that a bunch of first graders were murdered mm-hmm. unless you think those people were out to harm you and your family, right? Which is what they're saying they're doing by saying they want to take your guns. They want to tell all your children that they're non-gender. Right. They want to like, that's how they convince them. So your family's at risk. They're willing to lie about your children being dead. You have to believe us because we're here to actually protect your kids. And it doesn't matter if we don't have proof, you have to believe and these people easily fall into it because they already have a foundation and a map for that. Yes. Because they already believe religion. 100%. Yes. That's true. And it's, it's so interesting to me too, because it's like, I, I feel like for the longest time, and this is me just like being a little tipsy on wine. I apologize, Jackie. I know you want to keep us on track. So like, I, I just feel like I, for so long, wanted so badly to be close to the Lord and like find my path in the Lord. And now I'm like, why, why, why did I want that so badly? And it's because I just wanted to feel like I, I was loved for me. And instead of that, I found people that love me for me. And it feels more real than anything that any sort of relationship with any sort of higher part could have ever felt. Like Like, Stacey just said, that's why people join gangs too. Right. You're so right. So on this. Are we a gang? (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're forming a gang. (laughs) We're forming a gang. We're called the weekly wind down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm throwing gang signs. A sign language thing for that would be ridiculous. Um, on the same topic, like my pop culture thing is going to be really fast so we don't run out of time. Um, I watched a movie, I guess it's kind of a short on HBO that I saw was being promoted by somebody on TikTok and it's called 123 All Eyes on Me. It's on HBO. And I saw that it had to do with a school shooting. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch it because curiosity, you know, and it ended up being a 15 minute short, which I was not expecting on HBO because I thought it was a movie. And I don't know why it's a thing. It was literally one of the most, I don't want to say graphic because there's no blood or dead bodies but emotionally graphic things. I've what is watched. it now? Oh, uh, 
My understanding it's a show, but what's the show? What what's it called? It's not a show. It's a movie, but it's a short, so it's only fifteen minutes. It's called oh, okay. Three All Eyes on Me, and it's a teacher teaching probably first or second grade at the most. Um, so the the title is because she says one two three all eyes on me, and they say one two all eyes on you, and it's this teacher. She is dealing with these probably first graders and there's a school shooting and these two teenage boys, maybe early twenties boys come on campus and they start shooting up the school. So she's dealing with how she is supposed to react. She shuts the curtains, locks the doors, gets everybody under desks and is quiet. And then probably three minutes in, she realizes we're all going to die. So then she has to do what she thinks is the best thing to do to keep these kids alive. And I get the idea behind it being people need to see what it's like to be mm-hmm. in the situation with a school shooter. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, why the hell would anybody watch this? It was so heartbreaking and so graphic without being bloody graphic that I like watched it and immediately was like, I'm not recommending that to anybody. I do not recommend it. I don't, I didn't get anything out of it. It was horrific. And I don't know who wants to watch it. Maybe that's the point. Yeah. I mean, that probably it. And I, I tried to think of it from like that point of view of like, they put this out to make the people that don't think gun laws are a big deal, Mm. whatever. Uh to make them realize that how tragic it is but those aren't the kind of people that are going to watch this and if they did they probably have some dumbass excuse anyway so like it was 15 minutes that I wish I could have taken back because it was just tragic as shit and I don't recommend anybody to watch it and well now I have to go watch it (laughs) (laughs) tell me your thoughts because maybe there's uh I'm 100% watching this as soon as we get off the podcast. <laughs> like, there's something I didn't see that maybe there's a, a hidden meaning. Because when I Googled it afterwards, I was like, am I missing something? The first thing that came up oh, wow. was one, two, three, all eyes on me, ending explained. And I was like, what the hell is there to explain? Like, we all saw what just happened here. It was 15 minutes of fucking hell. It's that's probably the point. That's, that's, that's totally the point. the point. Everything you're I, feeling is exactly what you were supposed to feel. Okay. Let's, well, then, like, my point of bringing it up is anybody that's had any kind of tragedy or gun-related, like, incidents or whatever in their life, don't watch it. Because, holy shit, talk about triggering. So here's something that, on the flip side of that, and I, I know I talked about this right after I watched it. Um is the movie the fallout which is also on hbo and it is it's a it's a movie about a girl these two girls I watched this, it, yeah yeah that that were like trapped in a bathroom together during a school shooting and then the fallout everything that happens after like how they deal with it no, don't, don't don't tell I me i want to watch it no i haven't watched it so the fallout is i feel like one of the best movies that's come out as far as like what happens after any sort of like traumatic experience and how people deal with it um that being said this show that you're talking about 
Stace, I really truly believe that everything you're feeling is exactly what people wanted you to feel when they made it. Is that that horrifying, like, why the fuck would you make this? It's because they're hoping that people that don't think like you do see it. It's shocking. I hope it's shocking and it's I hope sad that, and that was scary. their idea behind it. And I right. hope that even one person that needs to see it sees it because shit all of us you weren't the target audience all of us people that are not the target audience having to watch it what the fuck bro like you yeah you did your job if that's what you were trying to go for and it's sad and you know there's a show on on netflix called the oa i don't know did anybody ever watch that Mm -mm. so the very first season is there gay people in it uh no unfortunately yeah so um, the, it's like the very first, the, it's two seasons, but and then it got canceled. But the first season is about this one girl who went through all this ish, these issues and was blind and then was seeing and then was blind again. And so it's this whole experience of her and like how she gets kidnapped and da, da, da. But like toward the end, it's this whole idea of like how she, how her uh, uh, journey is important. That being said, there's something that happens towards the end of it that you're like, holy shit. But like, I don't know. Do you guys remember when um, like the school shooting happened in Colorado? Do you, do you remember that? The 1999 like, one? Yeah. Columbine? Like, yeah, Columbine. Columbine. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, I was a senior in high school. Right. Yeah. Like, so was I. Right. Like, I, I, re- I, I was living in Colorado at the time. Right. Like, I, I vividly remember I was, I was, I was an aide for, uh, the PE teacher gay. And I was in the PE classroom and like, we were like watching the the end of the end of the, the, you know, the end of the period. And like, I'm standing there with the PE teacher who I had the huge crush on gay. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit. We're watching it unfold on TV. I, I went with the with the senior class, like the um the, our 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 student council, like all went and helped and d- d- you know d- did the, did everything we could and donated shit and we went and we talked to everybody. It was awful. It was a, one of the one of the craziest times of my life, and I didn't go through it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. and it affected me like that. Like I uh-huh. remember everything. I remember the feelings, the tastes, everything. Like, so I can't even imagine. Anyhow. I think what's interesting is like we all went through <laughs> it towards the end of our high school experience. You know, like I was in, you know, probably junior, sophomore. No, you were a freshman. Was it? I was a senior. Yeah. Either way, we all kind of like saw it unfold and we were like, bitches are oh, old. That sucks, but that's super, <laughs> you know, know. like. Aaron's teaching PE. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was an eight, motherfucker. Either way, we all saw it unfold as, oh, what a weird, crazy thing that happened. I had kids right after high school. So mm. for me, like for you guys, it was like, oh, that happened. And, you know, you hear about like, oh, now we do shooter drills in schools and stuff. But for me, it was like, now I'm raising a kid in that, like, atmosphere of it's totally normal for Mm -hmm. us in high school we were like that's like a one-time event it's not common right 
but right. my kids, they'll never no. hear about it again. Right. I, yeah. my first daughter was born in 03. So it was like, not that long after she's literally gone through her entire kindergarten through senior year doing drills of what to do in that circumstance and it being normal in her head as something that happens and we need to be prepared for it that's so, like, crazy what a weird like thing to think right. about yeah joel well it's face corner face corner yes yeah, you need a little like happiness i got you i got you space corner with julie yeah, oh, wow. that was nice. pretty good. I thought it was gonna be like the Star Trek. That was pretty song, good. No, I feel like it should be like 1950s, like, like aired up on a piano. Yeah, like a diner. Like I'm yeah. like, everybody had a cheeseburger. Doesn't that sound good, right? Anyways. Did you guys? <laughs> okay, starters. Did you guys see the new picture? that web took of the two galaxies colliding and creating the cartwheel galaxy Bonkers. that's fucking amazing like what so is, cool. that's not that's photoshop 500, 500 million light years away like that's fucking incredible um that's how much ha- money that guy that won the lottery's got I, Hubble that. has also taken pictures of galaxies colliding, but none of them fucking look like that. I'll tell you right now. So yep. Hubble's it's, janky. Hubble's like 1984 like, Apple. Yeah, right. He's, he's, he's still trucking he's though. Like a Kodak. <laughs> along. He's like the yeah. Kodak compared to the Nikon. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, <laughs> I don't, you guys might have read about this too the french scientist that posted the picture of just the star that it, it, the star is only like 4.2 light years away and he posted it on his twitter and everything talking about how the detail looks so good he had to come back and say he apologized because it was a slice of chorizo <laughs> yes he like, didn't know he didn't like the know sausage yes <laughs> he didn't know oh, okay so well, as long as he didn't know he's not a dick. no he didn't know so he I mean, he's a little not, bit of a dick for not researching he even oh, he thought it was a picture God. of proxima centora which is a close star of ours and he he literally <laughs> says it was taken by the james Webb telescope this level of detail a new world is unveiled every day <laughs> it's a fucking piece of meat <laughs> <laughs> fucking men and their meat yes it's so important to life it's a it's important that was not a chorizo who gives a fuck so i thought that was really funny um also samantha okay so do you does everybody know what a spacewalk is so, Love a, them. so a space it's my walk, favorite thing to do a spacewalk is what our astronauts have to do when they're out on the space stations they literally go out in their suits and they're only it's in that scary movie that you don't like oh, this, gravity. this space movie when they go out Ugh. there and they are literally hanging on to their space station by a clip that is considered a spacewalk like in the martian so, when they have to go and get them yes that's considered a spacewalk 
Europe has never had a woman ever do a spacewalk before. And on July 21st, they finally had their first woman do a spacewalk, which I thought was kind of surprising with Europe because they tend to be more progressive, I thought, than we are. But um, Samantha... They did it on the anniversary of the first guy walking on the moon. On July 21st? Yeah. Yeah. So Samantha Christofferetti is her last name. Christofferetti. It sounds cool. And to put it into per, like, so the first woman to walk or the first woman for the United States to do a space walk for us was uh, Catherine Sullivan. And that was back in 1984 for us. So Europe kind of took a long time, but um, I, j- I thought that that was fun news. And that's, that's fun. That's oh, what yeah. I have. James Webb continues to impress me all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what a guy. <laughs> I know it's the telescope, but I'm just joking. I'm like saying, I'm what's, sorry, I'm drunk. What's everyone obsessed with this week? <laughs> All right. Mine are pretty quick. Um, my oldest just sent me a letter from boot camp. She's doing amazing. Also, Ooh. my oldest daughter sent her first letter to her mom. She received it today. So that was very exciting. She is also flourishing in boot camp. So that's awesome um surprising no one surprising no one so what's really cool is my youngest daughter for um shark week she made uh -uh. (laughs) her own shark monopoly um and she put so much time and effort into this it's incredible and i sell it i looked it up and there's actually already a shark monopoly Um, But I didn't want to tell her because I didn't want her to take ideas from it because her ideas for this are like mind blowing. And I got your kids are so creative. I got her an old monopoly set and she took the board out and she spray painted it and put sharks on it and wrote shark monopoly across it. And then she did the outside um, with different things. Like she's been working on it for like, weeks now and it's so creative how she did like the community chest stuff and it's like oh you picked up trash in the ocean collect twenty dollars um oh you accidentally caught a shark in your fishing net lose two hundred dollars or go back three spaces or um you visited the aquarium and donated twenty dollars collect a hundred dollars just cute stuff like that, that is smart and she that also so cool. like put in all these like shark facts because she is the queen of shark facts like she loves to tell people she'll give you a run for your money she loves to tell people the other things that kill people more often than sharks do like her favorite one is that like machines more people die from being left-handed and using right-handed materials then people die from shark attacks like she loves like rattling off these facts and she knows the numbers and the percentages and like her shark monopoly is so freaking cool and she had me order um little under the sea figurines little plastic toys to be the people you know so that you get to play with like an octopus or a puffer fish or it's not like a thimble yeah it's not a thimble or a shoe i Um, got one for her stace 
you're more likely to die from what than getting eaten by a shark. I use it every time I open one, a champagne cork. Oh, a uh, falling coconut, <laughs> a cow. That's uh, crazy. Like all these things. Like she knows them all. I hear them all day. But she's put so <laughs> much effort and like time into this and creativity. And I'm so proud of her for like following through and making this kick ass board game. And all she wants to do is get the Amazon um, pieces for the players is back ordered. So it's not coming for like another week or two. All she wants to do is play Shark Monopoly by Kira with Jax. That is like her. <laughs> I mean, if I was right going to want to play any game, uh, it would be Shark Monopoly like, with show Jax. Jax how cool she did 100%. Game. Like, Jax will totally geek out with her. Oh, yeah. 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 He'd be like, this is so cool. And here's yeah. another fact for you. Over like the chance cards and the community chess cards. And then she wanted to put in like trivia cards, but she didn't know how to like incorporate it in because like once you played the game once, you know the trivia facts, so you can like totally cheat. So like just the the thought that's gone into this is really amazing. So I'm really proud of her for that. So that's what I'm obsessed with this week. That is really cool. Kira, she's so cool. I can't wait to play it. For sure. It's badass. Oh. It's not, she sent me a picture. It's badass. It's not like when your like seven year old creates a game and you have to sit there and play and it totally sucks. Like it's just like noodles. This like, one's actually really cool and I'm super excited to play it. Like she's got it all figured out. That's cool. that is really cool. Yeah. You have the most creative fucking kids, man. Right? Like, like, like anybody want to make a mud pie? <laughs> like, one of the most bored kids that have to like actually go out and do something i don't like, know go, go uh, play. your kids are creative <laughs> as hell for sure Both that's shows. impressive and what are you obsessed with uh so i'm actually obsessed with uh writing i know shocking Ew. um so i i started writing again like in a weird like I'm, i mean i've been writing this whole time but like just like without any like leashes on me and no constraints i was just kind of like i'm just gonna write so um jackie and i have we been talking about for the last like 45 years we've been working on a book together like pre-birth we were working on this book together and now we're like continuing it and um it's really good i think i know jackie feels the same way and um it just feels really good to like write again so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but it feels good to write again. But I'm also working on another book called Home for the Holidays, and that's really exciting. And I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I'm drunk and I'm gonna. Um, I'm still number one in the United States in lesbian fiction and lesbian romance. I mean, that is a big deal. It's it feels really fucking good I just I don't I never like myself never I will be the first person to to say I look like shit to tell tell myself I'm an asshole to say you're a dumb fuck but at this moment in time I feel really fucking good about myself and you know what yeah I'm not gonna go out and be stopped because I will be but right now in this room I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in here and I'm unstoppable cheers Alberino. 
from the crew right away. Why do we, why we? I call, Aaron sent me the most recent copy of our book. And I have to tell you, I called her immediately and I was like, I haven't read everything yet, but Aaron is writing like Aaron again. The Zach is back, baby. Oh, oh, oh yeah. how long you been hanging on to that one? Yeah, oh, like, how long I just I scrolled through the old Rolodex and oh, I, <laughs> it feels so good to write again. Like I can't describe the feeling of writing. Okay, so like anybody that's like creative understands, or like anybody that does something they really love, they understand like. There's moments when you like ebb and flow, right? Like it feels really good. And then it's just kind of like a pain in the ass. And, you know, like writing became this thing that I looked forward to only because I was hopeful that it would become something. It was never like, I know I'm good at this. Uh Like never. I still don't know that, but I feel like I could get there now. Uh And that you're a fucking best-selling author, Aaron. You have to stop saying that you're going to annoy people. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Sucks. I just feel like at this point in time, it feels really good to write and it feels really good to like see that I can actually produce something that people enjoy reading. Uh. It feels good. It feels really good. And you know what? Anytime Jackie tells me it it looks pretty good, I haven't read it yet, but it looks good. I feel pretty good about my fucking self. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket. I didn't win anything, by the way, but it's fine. <laughs> None of us want anything, or we'd no. be having a very different conversation. Oh, 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 oh! Also, did I say this last time? Adele rescheduled finally. Yeah, Are you not mad at her anymore? Nah, I'm no yeah. longer mad. Well, I'm still upset, but like, whatever. I'm over it. So, like, she's forgiven. She, reschedule- she rescheduled. We'll be in Vegas for Thanksgiving. Nice Good for you. I'm thankful for Adele. Julie, what are you obsessed with? Mine, I feel like it's kind of premature. I'm so fucking sick of summer. It's been so hot out here. <laughs> oh, and I Lord. have just been literally Lord. melting. I've done the pools, the lakes, the boats all, all <laughs> summer long. I'm so fucking over it. So I've been obsessed with shopping for uh, Christmas decorations mm-hmm. and fall decorations because it's putting me in a happy place and I cannot wait bring on the rain, bring on the, I want all the snow, all the sleet storms. I want you to ice this bitch completely the fuck Is over. That I, <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I want fucking fall and winter to get here. I am so oh. hot. I want it, it to be just, dark and dreary yeah, and, God. and watch all the like, and you know, people say movie. like, People say like, oh, well, you'll be missing the summer. No, no the fuck I don't. I never I really miss don't. summer. Fuck no. Bring me Ugh. the fall because I am melting. My oh, wife put up like I all the pumpkins and stuff. Like she's done half fall. She hasn't put, well, she hasn't put everything up yet, but she's put some of it. And I'm like, you know, you can't just like will it into existence. Like that's oh, no, not no. a. Ugh. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm I trying. Stuff the only reason. Body works already because I'm like, no, I'm going to make it happen. I did that right? too. You want to think, you want to be grateful for fall? Think a white girl for just willing it oh, into existence. Right. <laughs> Right? Um, I will get a fucking pumpkin spice latte. There you go. The day, the day they're available. Yep. Um, What am I obsessed with? Uh, Lex and Lincoln are gone this week, um, which is 
normally uh-huh. they're gone like over a weekend. So I haven't really missed them as much as I normally do because I've just been working all week. Um, so they're, they're getting back tomorrow. Um, but I am obsessed with, okay. So for anybody who's interested in well-written political comedy commentary, uh, HBO has a show out and it's, uh, the problem with Jon Stewart and it's anyone who likes Jon Stewart, it's super well-written. It's obvious that his hand has penned everything in there along with his, you know, writers or whatever, but I've only watched two episodes episodes of it so far. It's on HBO or I'm sorry, not HBO, um, Apple TV, but I have, uh, Oh, I have seen the previews for that. I'm sorry, Jackie. I didn't mean to come. Oh, it's okay. I've watched the media episode and I've watched the mass shooting episode. I've been saving the climate change episode because I don't, because it's the one thing that gives me anxiety. I don't always have the wherewithal to like, look how gloomy things could be. And I've been really stoked about this bill we're passing right now. So, um, it's very well written, very well done and funny. It He has a way, and same with John Oliver, right? They have a way of making really serious, uh, important intrinsic conversations funny. So they're easily digestible. Right. And um, I enjoy anything that I always walk away thinking I learned something that I didn't know before. And I, yeah. I read a lot of opinions and political uh, kind of the section. And I, I try to take in as much information as I can from as many sources as I can, but if I can get it in a, a lighthearted comedy package, that's the uh, way I most easily same. digest it. So, same. and I trust as weird as it is, I, or as weird as it is to say, I trust people like John Stewart and John Oliver to give me information that I know is reliable and well-researched and sourced. Mm-hmm. and easy to retain and understand and yet still super important. So mm-hmm. if anyone is not watching the problem with Jon Stewart on Apple TV, I highly recommend it. I had all these big goals for like watching all this trash TV while my wife was gone. And I've just been watching like documentaries and stuff. So also I'm caught up on stranger things. <gasps> um, and I just want to say, I don't want to get into it now because we're running out of time, but I was very happy. I want to take something back. I was saying it was getting kind of stale with like 11 just always saves everything and blah, blah, blah. I was happy to see the writing take a turn and it wasn't 11 that saved everything. And the other characters got their moment to kind of shine. And I just love, I fucking love Hopper and Winona Ryder like oh, I love that couple listen I don't I don't ship straight couples very often oh, I just fucking love the two of them together Hopper is like as problematic as he is in some instances he's just like the perfect dude in others he reminds me of Kai. he's problematic sometimes and like just then, perfect in other ways yep. and then the next episode of our show can we please discuss Stranger Things like like 100%. Okay. The, the last it's thing I want to so say with good. what I'm obsessed with is August by Taylor Swift has been streamed <gasps> 3 million times in the first 5 days, which means she's the highest streaming artist in that period of time. So essentially, Taylor Swift has done to the month of August what Mariah Carey does to Christmas. And and it's 5 days it. in. 
I'm fucking here for it. Love Taylor it. Yes, listen, I know. That's a know. good way to put it. She does for August what Mariah Carey does for Christmas. That because everybody knows that fucking Mariah Carey Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I got two emails asking my thoughts about Taylor Swift being rated as one of the most flying, like what adding to the most carbon emissions from her private jet. I got two emails about it. And let me tell you this. I adore taylor swift's discography and who she is as like a business person make no mistake i am under no like delusions that taylor swift is a perfect human being i'm just not we have an issue with rich people in this country who Uh denigrate the 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 climate and the atmosphere because they have the money to do so i don't consider her off the hook for it like i think she's responsible and she should be I know she's right now actively donating to, you know, climate nonprofits and stuff. Do I think that absolves her from it? No, of course I don't. She's a fucking rich white cis straight woman. Well, man, that's mm. but she's a rich white woman in Quite America. Unquote. I don't think it absolves her from it, but I'm also not a person who thinks this one thing erases everything else because she she's not raping kids or fucking rape like hurting like people individually it comes down to the same thing that happened when with her and carolina well like, but here's the thing i don't like the whole the, the tone of the emails i got was like a gotcha kind of thing like yeah. taylor swift isn't perfect i've never said taylor swift was perfect no. i don't think she is perfect i don't think anyone is but just close I, well i also <laughs> i i think you I'm can kidding. be uh i think you can be a super talented person and need to make better use of your money and your climate impact. I could make better use of my climate impact. So if you're trying to get a got you and get me to dislike Taylor Swift over climate impact is just not going to happen. I wish she would do better. And I came on here and said, I wish she would do better over abortion rights too. I don't think she's perfect. So stop trying to get you, get me on these. I got you's. Can I ask a question before we leave? Uh, uh, does she is she doing the same thing that like the Kardashian chick was doing, like just flying Kardashian. for a quick forty five minute? What's her so name? Her average Kardashian? flight time was That's... eighty minutes. She okay. has taken like one hundred and seventy flights in the first like six months of this year. Okay. She tried to offset it by saying, "Well, I loan my plane out," but that doesn't negate her responsibility for the climate impact right, right, it has. Right. Also, um. Two things can be true at the same time. You're talking about the most popular pop star on the planet. How mm-hmm. else would you like her to travel? That was going to be my question. What else do you expect? You want her to get on the subway on or a bus? Right. Or like... I'm 100% not trying to make excuses for her because I think she should stop taking frivolous trips 100%. But this is not a woman who can just take a bus or a subway or right. a cab. Right. Like she can't just walk places if she wants to, or get on a bike. Like that's Hot not air a balloon thing that can to happen. fucking New right. York. Sweetie. So yeah. do I think that's she should ridiculous. be more conscious of it? Yes. Do I think she should spend some of her hundreds of millions of dollars on combating her impact on the climate? Of course. Also, I am capable of holding multiple thoughts at the same time. And I realize that she's in a different predicament than you or me or anybody sitting here listening to us is in. 
So there has Unless to be some latitude. Taylor might be listening. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like holding her to the same expectations that we have for us isn't reasonable because right. she's not safe. Also, she can't let's... just board a commercial flight with 300 other wackadoodles right. and right. go somewhere. That's not a thing also, Taylor Swift can do. Let's work on the next step, which mm-hmm. is electric planes i only mentioned it because people were emailing me asking me what i thought that's the only reason i mentioned i, think it. I people- love that everybody's like gotcha jackie like you know what jackie's got you all right like <laughs> i'm not personally responsible for taylor swift travel right, habits I I like, what you're your saying was gonna be that you get to have a, a slumber party with your best friend for the first time since provincetown yours was it I was oh. sweet burn. That was a sweet burn. That was a sweet burn. I wasn't even done. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> and <laughs> I have Stacy here in person tonight. We get to have a slumber party unsupervised for the first time in like three years. So line. <laughs> I'm <laughs> jealous. I'm so we're jealous. Cookie dough. We're doing all the things. I'm not I doing it. Oh, we're doing all the things. I'm not doing it. I'm jealous. I want to be there. I want to be there. I'm so we sad. want you to be here too. So I'm that's that if that was your I got you moment. I, I don't know what to tell you. And people need to stop thinking that just because you think a celebrity is amazing and super talented and they do have a good moral compass doesn't mean they're fucking perfect. I like, don't think that. people are humans. Like that, that they're not gods. They're not that, they're not right. un Well, here's something that valuable. I'm well, capable of holding more than one thought in my head at yeah. the same time. About well, person. here's something that I've learned really well about you, Jackie, is that you can think someone is super amazing and still see all of their faults. Like I'm and pretty I sure she feels that way about every single one of us. Well, well yeah. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, like, 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 literally, I've never, like, Jackie makes me feel so good about myself, right? Like, I've never been You're friends kind with of someone. A pain in the ass. Right, exactly. Like, I've never ha- had someone who says to me, like, you're amazing, you're this, you're this, but also, like, Aaron, you need to fucking work on this and this and this. And I'm like, you're right. Like, thank you. Like, but I think that that's something that, like, people don't understand necessarily if they're, like, coming here for, like, Taylor Swift shit or whatever. They're like, ah, Jackie. No, Jackie loves Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. But that doesn't mean that, like, because she's a also see negative things about any person but especially about taylor and you know what taylor knows she's not perfect otherwise she'd be singing songs about how perfect she is and she's not she's singing songs about how imperfect she is so you know what it's a great point aaron that is a Thank good you. point aaron we uh, came we finally got there on a very valid note that is you know a, what? It's a solid note it's, you know what? Every now and then, uh, Taylor Swift forever it? goodbye. The, the, sun, <laughs> the sun shines on a dog's ass. It's tonight. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Make good choices. Have the best day available to you. Thanks for listening. Bye, mom. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.